0: Welcome back, beautiful mamas. Let's face it, we are all trying to be superwomen because we feel like we have to be. The reality of our lives and all that we have to juggle means that often we feel the only way we can juggle it is to just hustle, is to push on through the exhaustion what our body is telling us, the frustration feelings within us, and get it done. I know because not only have I battled with that belief for all of my life, I have also heard thousands of you tell me you battle with the same thing. So how do we do this? How do we do this life that is so full without burning out? I would love you to think about something for a moment you are superwoman what you do every day is a superpower but there is a way to be a better superwoman one that is softer more intuitive calmer healthier and that is what this episode is about For many years now, I have been friends with a beautiful and divine mama and coach by the name of Simone Denny. Simone lives in New Zealand and is a mama to two and a coach for women to really help them find their purpose and live in true balance. She knows this because she too has had to figure this out for herself. very excitingly, we're running an amazing all-day workshop in New Zealand on the 8th of June together. In this episode, I wanted to bring some of what we're going to talk about to you, a little sneak peek, especially for those who aren't in New Zealand and might not be able to make it. I wanted to share with you that when we say redefine superwoman, slow down, back off from the hustle we're not telling you to just stop and stop achieving we're asking you and inviting you to look at things differently and realize that there is a way to do this that is so much more aligned and healthy I hope you get so much out of this episode and if you're in New Zealand please come and join us on the 8th of June we would love to see you there this is the happy mama movement a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age i'm amy taylor kabaz author mama and former journalist After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be superwoman, I realized that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me. And since then, have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week, I will bring you the very best insights And inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. Simone, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure. It's so good to be here, Amy.
0: And we're going to be together in just a few weeks in Auckland for a workshop that we've been talking about doing together for so many years. And so we're finally coming together to run an amazing day for mamas and women in New Zealand. And I'm so excited about it. And we'll share, we'll share more details about what that all is, you know, at the end of our conversation. But I can't wait to spend a day talking to mamas with you.
1: Me too. And I can't wait to have you in New Zealand finally. It's very exciting.
0: I know. Finally, finally. So you and I have known each other for a long time. It's one of those beautiful online blogging friendships that has grown over the last few years for me. And uh, you've always been so... Supportive in reaching out and connecting with other women. It's something that I've always loved about you and what you do. You're a real community builder, I feel. Um, And this has been something that you've really worked on since becoming a mum and deciding to change your life, that you've really looked at doing things that light you up, creating a community around you, and doing work that is your real superpower. So for mummers that don't know your story, could you share with us how you've evolved over this time?
1: Yes, I can and am still evolving and have lots of evolving still. <laughs> I Yes, I guess my story is that I spent um, about 12 years working in the banking industry and I was travelling all over the world and working in a career that was deemed to be a successful career um, socially and kind of I came out of university in America in Berkeley and we were very much um, told that we should work for these companies and it was all about the big five companies or work in, in the banking industry and to be honest, I never... Really asked myself, is that what I want to do? And is that what my real strength is? I I just went with what was expected um, I should do to be successful. And that's how my journey started. And I talk a lot about how to create yourself from the inside out. And basically where I started in my career was creating myself from the outside in. So I was looking at what was a good job, what paid the right money, what was the right thing for me to do coming out of Berkeley University in California and what was everybody else doing on the same path. And never once in that did I say, what do I love and what am I good at? And what that led to was, um, you know, I worked up through, I worked in lots of different places. I worked in London. I worked in uh, Hong Kong. I moved there not knowing anyone to pursue this career. I, I worked in um, America and I worked in Sydney. And um, you could say I was bound by the golden handcuffs and I, I knew for a long time that it wasn't really my, passion or my purpose, but I kept kind of climbing up the ladder and it got harder and harder to, to leave. Um, and you can be successful. It's something that you're not passionate about. And that's something that I also learned along the way. And it wasn't until 2011 when I had my first daughter and um, was living in Sydney that I finally left the whole investment banking world. And had the courage to step out of the comfort zone of the corporate world and decided to launch my own business at that time. Again, I, I went with um, something I was really passionate about, um, but I didn't really ask myself in this new business, in this health and wellness industry, what, what um, am I really good at and what will I be doing all day in this, in this new business? And I think there are two really important questions when we go to launch our next move out of corporate is to really stop and say, what is the reality of what this business is going to look like? Because on one side, I was finally doing what I was passionate about. I was loving this whole health and wellness business and industry. But the reality of what I was doing day to day was a lot of time On my own in front of my computer. And I think that's a reality for a lot of people who start their own businesses. And for me, that didn't light me up enough. As you kind of touched on in the beginning, I'm a community builder, I'm a connector, and I love and thrive from connecting with people. So this is (laughs) hope, my hope this isn't too much of a long
0: No, it's beautiful. I think it's exactly what I, yeah, I can really see the threads of how this comes together, but also how relevant it is for anyone listening who, who knows they're not doing what they want to do, but before diving into whatever shiny object is there, to be really honest with yourself about what this is going to look like.
1: Yes, exactly, Amy. And what happened to me was that you know if we talk about this superwoman idea i basically just moved from the whole corporate superwoman idea right into my business where i was working every spare minute i could you know the baby was sleeping and i was in front of my computer or sending out orders i had an online health store and and then the you know nighttime the baby went down i was straight onto my computer working to 11 PM and what I realized is that I'd swapped the golden handcuffs of the corporate world to being handcuffed to my computer and my business. And that wasn't the vision that I had for myself, but it was it was because it was the only way that I knew how to work was to work really hard. And that meant working in front of my computer and just going for as long as I could, as many hours as I could, and just working harder and harder and harder. And my business wasn't growing. It came to a point where my business wasn't growing and I wasn't loving what it was involving day to day. I was in the trenches going to, you know, sending the orders and doing SEO and doing all the technical side. And it wasn't really using my genius zone, which is something I've learned a lot about since doing, you know, being on this journey. Mm. So I had a real wake-up call with a really amazing coach that I worked um, with who really got me to question um, this whole mental grip that I had around working and this kind of obsession that I had with work hard equals success. And I had a really big shake-up in that time and um, it's completely changed my mindset and it's really changed the way that I work now and I guess I became a coach a long time ago. I became a coach when I was in London and I was working at Merrill Lynch and I have always come back to my coaching. It's something that I really love and that really lights me up and and that um, I could speak a lot on. But what I did was move back into my coaching again and it everything about my work changed. And I think we can talk more about that shift. But um, what I realized is that I was, I'd been on this journey and only now, like in my forties, have I hit my true purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's helped me to understand how, what, how to find your purpose and how to live with purpose. And that involves, you know, finding what it is that you love Finding your passion, but also really combining that with your natural strengths and talents and using that to serve other people. And when you have those three things together, then you come into alignment with yourself and the whole way that you do business and the whole way that you believe what you believe about success shifts. And that's been my journey to get to becoming a coach. and a whole lot of other kind of um, techniques that I use with clients now, but that's how I started and where I've ended up because of my own journey of discovering my own purpose.
0: Mm, and it's so similar to me and, and, and thousands of other mamas I've spoken to over the years about this definition we have of success, but also our complete addiction to busyness yep. and that uh, what I can hear you say, and which is pretty much what we're going to be doing together in, in Auckland in June, is that... There's two things that we need to face here as we enter this next season of our life, whether you're returning to work for the first time after babies or you've been back for a while and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is just not what I want my life to be like, is that, one, we need to redefine what success looks like in terms of changing that real masculine uh, climb the ladder, busyness, long hours equals productivity we need to change that core belief and then we then need to look at what personally lights us up what we're good at what our zone of genius is as you said and when we combine those two that's when we start to really see what we want to do and who we want to be Mm, yes absolutely and so what is a zone of genius what do you mean by that Mm,
1: well, a lot of us <laughs> spend a lot of our time not in our zone of genius because often we haven't spent the time working out what it is where we're in this place where everything just flows really easily and we are good at things without even thinking about them. And, and you might notice because people might comment about, oh my gosh, you can do that so easily or that just comes so naturally to you and you might even you might not even know that that's your zone of genius because it just feels so easy to you and i guess part of what we're talk, taught is that it shouldn't be easy we should exactly and, <laughs> we should go and train more or we should go and you know study and learn and and go and see what everyone else is doing out there and compare ourselves to that but the reality is is that you have always had your zone of genius. It's what you loved when you were a child. It's what you, you where you lost track of time doing what you love. And it's just that we forget what our zone of genius is because we start looking outwards so much. And the zone of genius is literally what you're naturally born with. Um, and it sometimes takes a little bit of effort to dig it back out and go, oh my gosh, yes, this is what I what I love. This is what I have always come back to. Um, and yeah, there's a few different processes for pulling that out, but it is just even noticing the times where you're, where you do lose track of time. Where do you go when you're in a bookshop? Like what, you know, remembering what it is that brings you joy. And I talk to a lot of mums who often say, or, or people who've been in doing a job they don't like or whatever, whatever it is. And often the question of what brings you joy can stump people because forgotten what it is that that they loved or what they used to love.
0: So exactly,
1: actually, um, it's kind of zone of genius.
0: And also, I, I think uh, for the mamas listening to this, for my audience, there's there, it feels like there's not really any time to think about this. To you know, you're so busy just surviving every day that to allow yourself any of these questions can feel quite difficult but I know for me and I and I I know for you as well and so many of us this this season that we're in this motherhood time of really questioning if I'm going to work what do I want to be doing if I want to make a difference in this world if I want to be a role model for my children then what do I want to be doing this is the most perfect opportunity to ask these questions I've seen it over and over again and do you feel that that's what motherhood can be a real catalyst for?
1: Uh, yes, it is. It, because we are going through a big shift from that, like you touched on, that masculine energy of doing, forcing, you know, pushing, hustle. And you're forced to slow down because of having, having a baby. And it naturally puts you more into this feminine state of allowing, slowing down because you are forced to do that. And as a result of that, you start questioning what it is that you love and what it is that that you want to do in this world. And also becoming a mother is the ultimate act of service. So you're having this shift from being very about the self, you know, your life is very about the self and to suddenly being of service. And that's a beautiful thing because that is what will move you into your purpose because You can't just go out and do what you're passionate about. It has to have that level of service that brings your heart into it and makes you want to keep doing it because that's where the reward is is in making the change for somebody else's life. That's what you do when you're a mother.
0: Exactly. And I think it's really important for us all to remember that hard work does not equal success and that it is allowed to be easy. I, I still struggle with that. That is still the hardest thing for me to keep learning over and over again is to notice now because it is starting to happen that when I actually let go or step back or do what's needed to be done but then surrender the rest and trust that it will work out if it's meant to when I bring that energy to parts of my life it is amazing how things flow Mm -hmm. but still I have this belief that unless I hustle or work hard or put in more hours then it's going to be a failure this is so, so key for all of us, isn't it?
1: Oh my gosh, I can completely relate. And it is exactly for me as well, this <laughs> constant retraining of what, you know, this mental grip of um, this idea that work comes from childhood. And we're, you know, even from our parents, we're always told that if you work hard, you have success. And the reality is, is that we are rewarded for that for most of our life. We mm-hmm. get, we get, um, bonuses and we move up and work but there becomes a place where you hit this ceiling within yourself where you actually realize that that is not where the the deepest feeling of fulfillment comes from mm-hmm. and I am exactly in your shoes I mean some days I catch myself kind of in this frenzy or in this you know weird are t- Time is the thing that you're always battling with when you believe that you have to work hard for success because there's never enough time. So you start every day to feel like a battle, but exactly as you say, when you can switch into a surrender and it's so hard to unlearn that, that behavior, but when you can actually trust that everything is being shown to you to actually help you and direct you rather than to get in your way then life just starts to get so much easier and things flow in and money comes in and life just becomes more abundant. But it's when we move back into our head and we start fighting against it, that we then feel the stress and we then feel the frantic and then we feel the not enough time and the panic that's associated with that. So yeah, I catch myself exactly like you say, catch myself um, in a flat going, oh my gosh, here I am again obsessing about not getting enough work done whereas I'm actually there's something to be discovered in what's happening right now.
0: Exactly and I think this is what we'll be really clear about when we come together in a couple of weeks is that there's a beautiful way to be productive without burnout. I think this is the thing that I hear a lot of women talk to me about that if I st- stop hustling. If I slow down, nothing's going to get done. And that's the false belief that we carry around all of this. And you and I are both really clear. We want everyone to know that you are superwoman. You can be superwoman, but in a completely different way. You use your superpowers in a different way. You use rest and intuition and reflection and quiet time and space to be the most amazingly productive and aligned woman when you need to be, that we're not saying that when you do these things with us or, um, you know, in my programs or in your coaching, someone, we're not saying that suddenly you'll get this ticket to, to never do anything and sit back. No, no, you're still phenomenally productive and you are a new version of Superwoman. It's just a completely different way of doing it, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes, ex- exactly. And I think it's coming from an a place of inspiration and what we call the flow state when we can, as you say, create that space and create, um, yeah, just surrender to the idea that we don't have to be working all the time to be successful. And if you had told me, that 10 years ago, I would have really resisted you saying that. And I know that there will be some people listening that is just like thinking, yeah, that's great for you guys, but I actually really need to work hard to make this happen. And I I know that half the side of my brain is saying that, but I'm also very aware of the miracles and amazing things that show up when you do, when you're open to a different possibility. Um, And it's just having the faith and the
0: trust you can can allow that to flow in exactly it is about trusting it and uh i guess suspending that disbelief for a moment it is a it is a leap because as you said, our whole world and our whole society has been built on hard work equals success. You know, I even see it in the schooling system with my children. It's just everywhere that we teach this, you know, antiquated belief around success and hard work and balance. And so it can feel really Um, confronting to hear someone like you and I say oh but if you just slow down and did some meditation or went to yoga or whatever you think we're saying it can feel quite confronting but this is just an invitation to start considering that there is a belief within you that's telling you that it needs to be hard and it needs to be hard work Mm. yeah
1: yes yeah it's a really hard hard belief to undo as well I've I've definitely discovered that. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's something just to keep working on. But you can do your own little test in it as well. But I think what's important is to have a really clear intention and to know what it is that, you know, what success looks like for you and, you know, kind of where are you actually going. Because if we just have this blank slate in front of us where we're just saying, you know, it's kind of like what, what are we working for and what is it that we're trying to attract? And because if we don't know that, then we're kind of just blindly showing up and tapping away at our keyboard every day but not really seeing this future future vision of what it is that we want to create. So part of it is to, to know what it is and know what it is that you're trying to invite in um, and then, you know, stepping into that, into that space as well.
0: Yes, beautiful. And so, how does motherhood play into this for you? Just finally, before we finish up, because as you said, when you first started, every waking moment when you weren't in motherhood, you were attached to your keyboard and processing orders and worrying about SEO. And so, looking at where you are now, with motherhood and with balance and and, uh, your relationship? How has that changed with this realisation?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really great question because some of us don't even realise that we have this obsession with working. And even when we're not on our computers, we're walking around thinking about our businesses or our work. So we're not actually... Even present um, with the moment, even if we're with our kids or with our partner, because our mind is still working, working, working. And this um, kind of addiction to working and doing, it starts to spill over in different ways for us. And we don't even notice, we don't even see the correlation is due to us overdoing and overworking. And, and that might just be, um, you know being angry and frustrated and snapping at our partners or our kids, or it might be judgment on other people, or it might be blame, or it might be being over-controlling. All of these are little, you know, little signs that um, we're not creating the space that we need in our life, like from a mental perspective, because even when we're not working, we're thinking about work. So I think once you surrender a little bit from the work and you create a little bit of this mental space that you're talking about, give yourself this capacity to have more resilience to your life, then you start to see, I have seen a shift that I'm not as short and I'm, um, I'm actually more present with my kids. I'm really enjoying this phase right now with my family. I'm in a very different space to what I was when I was running my online store and And this kind of, you know, working in this really hustly way that doesn't work for me. Um, But I, yeah, I, you know, I have moments where I fail, of course, like every mother, but I feel much more just in tune with my husband and things just flow easier for all of us. We don't have um, these big overflows of emotions like, which is just basically a symbol to say that you've got too much going on in your mind and in your life right now. So I do feel like, um, yeah, we're in, an, in a really nice space as a family. And um, and of course that changes through different phases, but I, I've really noticed a difference in my own way of reaction. And when I do start to get a little bit judgy or a little bit frustrated, I actually say, okay, what is going on in my Life or my business that is out of alignment because this is how it's showing up for me and I need to make an adjustment. So it so now I use those feelings to help me to help guide me to say something's out rather than just let them all pour out all over the place.
0: Mm, that's perfect. Yes, those feelings—the anger, the resentment, the judgment—I call them the signposts mm. that you're out of alignment somewhere. To use them, as you said, as a prompt. To pause and look at what might be needing some adjust, adjustment in your life. Amazing, Simone, I can't. We're going to have the most beautiful time and I'm sorry to all the mamas outside of New Zealand who can't come, but for anyone within New Zealand, we would love to see you at our beautiful workshop. Could you share the location? Because you know it obviously a lot better than me. <laughs>
1: Yes, it's going to be um, in a beautiful space in Grey Lynn and we're going to have some lovely, nourishing food. And there's going to be, yeah, wonderful, like-minded people. And I guess we're going to dig a lot deeper into what we've talked about today. And we're actually going to give you some tools and techniques and to help you understand what are your strengths, what do you value, what is your genius zone. And and of course, Amy's going to bring all of her beautiful. Um, meditations and discussions around the masculine and feminine and there's just it's going to give us that time to expand on all of the things that we love to talk about over over one whole day so it would be amazing if you could come and join us because it's going to be it's going to be beautiful isn't it amy
0: it really is. It's my favourite thing to do is to get in a room with women and have these conversations. I can't wait. So 8th of June, Mummers. the tickets will be in the show notes and on both of our websites. But Simon, for everyone else who's just listening, I think that this has been a beautiful eye-opener and reminder of what success really is and to listen to yourself and try and tune in to what your zone of genius might be, what you want to do with this one special life. So Thank you, beautiful. My
1: pleasure. I look forward to seeing you soon, Amy.
0: Thank you. Okay, mamas, this is your special invitation if you live in New Zealand. We are holding an all-day workshop on the 8th of June in Auckland. Tickets are available on my website when you click on events or in the show notes for this episode. Come along Simone's organising delicious food for us to share. We're going to meditate, laugh, probably cry, and really look at how you can redefine superwoman in your life and live in alignment, live with your true superpowers. For everyone else listening, my invitation to you is please check out Simone's work at simondennywellness.com. And just listen to what your superpower might be. Look at your zone of genius. And what do you want to really do and be and have in this life? Motherhood is such a beautiful opportunity to ask these questions. So please ask them of yourself today. Until next week, Satnam.